Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here's Marketplace Veteran and your host, Bob Lambert. Hello, hello out there, Chicagoland and all over the world. We're beaming worldwide here because I'll tell you something. If you do not have the AM 1160 downloadable app, you need to go out there and get it because this is the best hour of a Saturday you're going to find. I don't want to hear about you out in the soccer field, Bob, or I'm in it. You know, I got to be go shopping. You can take us with you because anywhere you have an Internet connection, you can hear us. So get out there. Check us out in one of the... Um, either the Apple Store or the My Play Store, and you can download the app and hear it from anywhere. If that doesn't work for you, then you get out to faithmarketplace.com, and we have all the podcasts for the last uh, almost nine years now uh, out there, so you can look up your favorites or one that you missed or something, and you can listen to it, okay? So there you have it. Now, here at Faith Marketplace, we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, and small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God, while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. And boy, have I got one for you today. Again, I'm Bob Lambert, the host of Faith Marketplace and the founding partner of the Samurai Business Group. At Samurai, we offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their revenue within 12 to 18 months. At the Samurai Business Group, we say we put the win back in your sales. Hey, I am so thrilled to introduce you to this young lady. I got introduced to her a couple months ago, and uh, I was so blown away when I met her. It's just like, oh my gosh, she, this gal is on fire for the Lord. But more than that, is she smart? I'd like to introduce you to Lori Kim. She's a senior customer success account manager for that little company called Microsoft, okay? And uh, we're going to have some fun with that today because a lot of folks out there don't think, you know, that any of these tech companies have got anything in them uh, or remotely associated with God. And she is here to dispel that for you today, believe me when I tell you that. Lori, welcome. Thank you so much, Bob, for having yeah. me here. Yes. So um, what I'd like to start with, you you gave us a quote, okay? And I'd always like, I always am curious as to why, why that quote and why is that important to you? So why don't you share that with the audience? What's the quote? Sure, I'm happy to share that with you. There's so many quotes that I love, but mm. this one really uh, strikes a deep chord with me. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29:11. Oh, I love that one. That is a great one. And, uh, you know, and, and, and business people, uh, that probably is more quoted in business environments than you can imagine because, uh, you know, you, you got to understand, he's got a plan. Because, you know, we think we have the plan. Guess what? <laughs> he's, he's, he's messed with every one of my plans. You know, say, no, no, we're going to go this way. We're not going to go that way. Um, hey, you know, uh, you had a com really compelling story. You grew up. So let's let the audience know who Lori is and your background, your testimony. Because did you come out of a bouncing baby Christian girl? Is that how you were born? Yes, my dad was a pastor. I'm okay. a PK. PK, <laughs> okay. And where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, South Korea, Okay. and I immigrated to U.S. when I was 11 years old. 11 years old. So let's tell them the story. Now, you, you, you grew up in, in South Korea, which a lot of people maybe have never been there or know much about it. How was that growing up as a PK in South Korea? 
Um, it was challenging at times when mm-hmm. my dad, you know, there's a trauma that many people don't realize that PK uh, has mm-hmm. uh, of having a father as a pastor. You know, yeah. when he's out there evangelizing, you know, with mm-hmm. everyone, and he's not present most of the times at home when I especially needed him as a okay. child. Okay. And my prayer with God was like having conversations with the father. Ah, okay. So as a kid, growing up in that kind of environment, because you're right, it's a tough environment sometimes because you got to be perfect, right? That's right. They're looking at the pastor's kids. Are they, you know, perfect and all that? So they had to put a lot of pressure on you, didn't yes, they? Yes, definitely, because that was one of the things that I really struggled, you know, as a child was perfectionism. Yeah, yeah, I'll bet. And then everybody judging you, right? That's sitting right. Sitting around looking at mm-hmm. you and judging you and all that stuff. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, early school, grade school. How was that for you? Um... So it was really challenging, especially when I first arrived in U.S. with mm. no language background, right? right? I have culture shock, language shock, shock, right? Wow. I didn't know a single word in English. No <laughs> so, kidding. Oh, my goodness. So that really? was a lot of fun, fast learning, right? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I told you she was awfully brilliant. She's fast, <laughs> smart, guys. But, you know, because hey, English is a tough language to learn, you know? Yes, it is. So let me ask you this now. What made the fact that your father moved here? Why did your family move So here? he wanted to continue his education education in ministry and ah. further his ministry. And also okay. my mom's family lived in U.S. So that oh, was one did. of the reasons, you know, oh. why we moved here. Okay. Had you come to the U.S. at all? In the, the no, that was our years? first time. First time? First time ever being on a plane. No kid at 11. <laughs> yes. Wow. How was that for you? It was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> To say the least, yes. (laughs) And and so how would you contrast the experience of 11 years in South Korea and then flying and coming into this country? What was that like? It was hard. And and I had many challenges Mm -hmm. growing up, and especially because my mom was the sole breadwinner. So my dad was, you know, learning, you know, going to um, ministry school, right? Okay. And because my mom was always out there and she's the sole breadwinner, Mm -hmm. I was always home with my sister. Ah. And... And I learned early on, because of my humbling background, that complaining doesn't get you anywhere, <laughs> right? So you have to take action. And, and I used to, like, go with my aunts and, you know, back then, because, okay. you know, that was during the hard times, right? My right. aunt, she did cleaning. So I went with her to clean the houses oh, <laughs> when no I was kidding. young and oh, babysitting wow. my cousins. <laughs> wow. Wow. Man, you did That was a humbling track. experience. I'll bet that was a humbling experience. But one of the things I, I guess I, I'm, I'm poking at here, because we've had a few immigrants on the show and coming in. And I asked you, you know, what was your impression when you first got here of the U.S.? I loved everything. Okay. It was something that changed that I needed um, because it was a land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you came, was it bigger than life when you came here? Definitely bigger. Different, different Definitely than what bigger. you expected? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that's amazing. Now, have you been back to Korea? Since you yes, here? actually, yeah. that's the story that I wanted to share okay. that goes with my quote. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. So let's share that. What's that about? So as I mentioned, you know, briefly that I helped my aunt, you know, clean mm-hmm. the house. And that was, I think, at the age of 13 that I went and helped with her, right? And it was a small, beautiful home. And at that time, we didn't have a home. So we okay. lived in a tiny apartment in Devon, Illinois. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I went with her that day and I was scrubbing the bathtub. Like Cinderella style, Mm -hmm. okay, on my knees, scrubbing the floor. And there comes the family, okay, and they had a daughter Mm. who was about the same age as me. Okay. And she looks at me, and our our eyes met, and I'll never forget the moment of vulnerability that I experienced at that moment. (laughs) Really? 
And I came home that day, and I was like crying, praying to God. God, you know, why is it that, you know, I'm in this situation? And God gives me that quote, the, mm. the Bible verse, I have plans for you. No kidding. Wow. And I cried, and I said, God, you know, I believe in you. I know you have plans for me. And fast forward, here I am living in the suburb of Chicago in a right. beautiful home right. because I, I challenged God. I said, God, you give me the beautiful house and also a beautiful backyard with a playground. Oh, my goodness. Look <laughs> at that. Boy, you really put it out there to him, didn't you? And he blessed you with that. Yes, so uh, teenage years here, was that tough for you? Did you go yes. through high school and everything yes. and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I worked all my high school years. Okay. So I never really got to experience what a joy teenagers usually <laughs> have, the, the luxury of time, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, so I was tutoring um, mm-hmm. many, many students, and I got to teach piano. And, and I think those are really good experiences. Looking back, yeah. God had a plan for me, and those are all necessary experiences that I had to right. go through yeah. to get to where I am today, right? To get to where you're at today, That's yeah. That's right. And and uh, then also, did you get a little bit more uh, comfortable being a PK's kid? Did, was it did it change much than when you came here? In the I got more comfortable with that. I mean, you okay. get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> being a, on the spotlight. That's a, great <laughs> that's a great phrase. Being comfortable, being uncomfortable. That's right. That's great. You know, and yeah, there's something to be said for that too. As you know, being a little uncomfortable, there's nothing wrong with that. Or having a little fear, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a mm-hmm. it, that's a good adrenaline rush, and it kind of gets you over the kind of the hump, and uh, all that. So. Coming through high school, you made it through. What about your college years? College years was great. I actually loved it very much because it was my first time having my own space. Ah, yes, okay. I saved enough money, right, okay. for college. And I had a super single dorm, okay? Wow. So I got to have the whole space by myself. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Where was this at? DePaul go? University. DePaul, in, yes. Yep. My favorite, in, uh, one of my favorite schools. I, we've talked about that. <laughs> yes. I, I love that school. So you, you really actually had your own space. Then. I loved it. Yeah, that's great. Didn't have to live with mom and dad. You were able to just have your own space. Nope. So that's, that is really cool. And I had no idea what I was missing out. And from that experience, I got very interested in buying our new, um, buying our first time home. And I was able to actually purchase our first family home at age 25 and got my manager broker real estate license because I didn't want to split the commission, right? Right. There you go. (laughs) And that was a blessing to have my own space. And I was able to gift a single, you know, bedroom, a separate space for my sister. So we all had our own bedroom. And looking back, it's God does miracles. I'm just yeah. so blessed. Oh, that's great. That is just, what a great story. You know, and overcoming some of those challenges, we're going to get into that a little bit more here as to some of the things that you have really had to go through and how God has blessed that mightily for you. But I got to take care of a little business here. You know, hey, I'm a, a I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a, faith, a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. They have generously provided their talent and expertise to develop our website, faithmarketplace.com. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help small and mid-sized businesses be more effective and efficient in getting results from their uh, marketing technology. So, with our vast experience, Inbound Studios builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. As a result, the company has evolved into a premier provider of web technology services in the Midwest. Get out there and check them out. You can just see what their beautiful work they do just on our website alone. So I encourage you to get out there and check them out. Inboundstudio.studio. Again, that's inboundstudio.studio. Well, I can tell you, you better fasten your seatbelts because we're really going to get into some stories here in the next segment with Lori 
Uh, and I, I just can't wait because she has got, she, we're loaded for bear today, folks. We're going to be right back with Lori Kim. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here again with my special guest today, Lori Kim, who is a senior customer success account manager for Microsoft. And you're going to give us a little disclosure about that, too, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yes, please. Um, I just want to share the perspectives that will be shared here today are my personal perspectives, and I'm not an expert. And these are not official statements of Microsoft. Okay, Thank very you. good. We, we, got that clo- we got that one closed up. Well, let me ask you this. What exactly is a senior customer success account manager, and what do you do? So my role as a senior customer success account manager um, is um, to keep it really simple, right? Think of it as a uh, customer-obsessed, very friendly tour guide on Microsoft Landscape. Oh, that's a great, that's a great description. <laughs> My goodness, that's great. And, and and who are these customers that you do? Do you have a set? Uh, yes, I do have a couple major accounts in okay. capital markets. Okay. And I love working with them. They're very smart and they're very like you know wanting to learn and grow and i and it's an honor that i get to be a csm for our clients yeah so what all does that entail that you're, you're this customer success manager i you know i've got some a thought in my mind but i don't want to put words in your mouth so on a daily what are you doing and how are you helping these customers so as a csam my role is delivery excellence and I'm customer obsessed, and I'm trying to help them get the best business value okay. out of their investment in Microsoft. Okay, and so what's that look like? Is it you, are you giving them advice? Are you uh, turning them on to other people within Microsoft? Or as you look over their account, what they're engaged with, or what products they're using, do you, do you try to help them to enhance those? Is that what you're doing? All of the above and oh. more. <laughs> okay, well, tell us about more. What yes. more do you do? So we focus on learning. We have growth mindset culture in Microsoft, and we have that. Uh, we have many amazing learning opportunities for our clients for their upskilling mm-hmm. and also to help them with the certification path. So we provide that information. We also provide workshop uh, oh. for specific needs. Okay. So we provide uh, a workshop with dedicated uh, customer success engineers mm. to share their expertise and insights and help them solve the problems and move work forward. Boy, they got to love that. Your customers got to love that. They got a direct pipeline right to somebody that can yes. navigate the, I mean, because you guys are massive. I mean, Microsoft is a big company. So you really got to know a lot of different people and who to couple them with or do you yes. have like a team that you you work we with have many wonderful teams okay. and one of the challenges that i have bob you know just yeah. as you shared you know i have that ifa syndrome i forgot already syndrome yeah, right, exactly. remembering names are so challenging for me so i use one note like crazy oh yeah i take notes on everything yeah that's great i know you do because you're very fastidious about that <laughs> um so let's talk about a little bit more about this you know from this perspective of of um, what you do. So what, what's kind of the idea? You, you told us a couple of it, but what's the ideal client for you guys? What do you, who do you really love working with? So uh, at Microsoft, our mission, right, mm-hmm. is to empower every person of every organization on the planet to achieve more. Okay. So our clients will be every human being, right, right. and every today's learner, right, okay. and all the organization that we partner with them very closely to help them achieve more and to move work forward. Yeah. I bet that's a delight for most people. Yes, it, it is. Because this stuff is complicated. I mean, I, I've been on Microsoft for I don't know how long. And, man, I, I'm, I bet you I'm using just a little bit of, you know, what the capability is. 
And I'm not one of these guys that like to go out there and just re- you know, look at videos or do this. So, you know, I want to talk to somebody because mm-hmm. I have questions. Of course, you know, and that's where we come in. I'm yeah. the friendly tour guide. <laughs> no kidding. How, how do I get one of you to get me through Outlook and all these other challenges <laughs> that I have and how to, how to do Excel and everything else? You know, I don't know about you folks out there, but believe me, you know, uh, it, it does get a little challenging sometimes and frustrating. Of course. But it's just done nothing but get better, though. I got it. It's yes. more intuitive now. I love, you know, the, the new uh, version and all the stuff you guys have upgraded. It's really cool. I can only imagine at, at a... Uh, at an enterprise level, because that's what you work with is big enterprises, uh, you know, all the capabilities and stuff you guys can do there. Man, oh, man. I just got really introduced to Teams this past year. Oh, great. Yeah. And, um, <gasps> I, boy, I, you know, I, I don't know one-tenth of that stuff. I need, I need, I'm going to call on you. You're going to give me some Sounds navigation. Sounds good. <laughs> so um, what kind of problems do you typically face with people or challenges that you're trying to help them with? Um. Challenges and problems. I mean, we do have very robust incident process where we have our incident managers and the team that we work with to mm-hmm. help clients resolve their issues. Any changes, right? Every day mm-hmm. is a different day, right? New right, day. Right, sure. And as we are exploring new ways of, you know, having hype, you know, with hybrid design in mind mm-hmm. and building their relationship. Right okay. and networking, right and having that a uh, meaningful discussions. Um, okay. We explore different ways how we can make it more productive for everyone that's involved. Okay, so that's great. That is great because we all need to be more productive. Although I don't know, you know, if I get more productive, then I, then I have a tendency to jam more stuff in my schedule. <laughs> you know, so I don't know if that's a really great thing or not. But you know, we use technology. Um, yeah, you guys <laughs> use technology. Well, uh, you know, um, I t- you know, guys, you guys know that that Microsoft. But what, how big is Microsoft? So Microsoft is really big, right? So mm-hmm. um, we have, so Microsoft operates mm-hmm. in 190 countries. Wow! And it's made up of 181,000 plus passionate employees worldwide. Wow! Wow! So we're pretty big. <laughs> yeah, you are very big, and and the obviously the culture. You know, is, is this uh, you know as it's evolving though, and bringing somebody like yourself because you didn't grow up in Microsoft. No. Right? Okay, where did you come from? How long you been there? So I've been there. Oh, I actually celebrated one year anniversary at Microsoft, and I have to tell you, Bob. Yeah. I have never learned so much. In one year. Yeah. You know, in my entire 22 professional career life I had. <laughs> I told you, folks, this is a brainiac I'm sitting across from here. My goodness. So what did you do before you came to Microsoft? What did you do? So I, my background is very interesting. So I have marketing background. So I have about 16 years in marketing operations. And mm-hmm. I also worked in litigation as a project leader at one of the uh, large law firm in Chicago. Okay. And I also worked in IT project leadership. So my expertise lies in collaboration, project leadership, execution, right? And improvement. Wow. Wow. Plus that marketing background. Plus marketing. What, yep. what, what, what industries were you doing marketing in? So I actually started out as a database marketing analyst. So I used oh. to code back in the days. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so you grew up with the technology. I mean, you really got deep into the technology, so you know really what's behind the curtain. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you know, it's obviously it's changed as you've gotten into yes, it. Yes, definitely. But you understand it. Yes. That's the cool part. Yes. And you can talk geek I talk. appreciate it. Yeah, you can I talk, appreciate how much work goes yeah, into technology. You can talk engineer talk and all that stuff. You know? <laughs> and, so, and, that, and, and translate it. You know what? I, 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 you know, I share this because my wife is pretty much this too. She is basically interfaced with what used to be known as middleware. 
between the engineers and the geeks and the business oh, people. Oh, I love okay? that. Middleware. So middleware, because you're the interpreter between right. all that, right? That's right. And you're pointing the direction around and all that. And she's what they, in, in what they call master data. So she keeps she puts her finger in a whole bunch of stuff within the organization. And data is key. Da- well, yeah, data is king now. We know that. Um, so, you know, I'm not all that familiar with all the products and services that you guys offer. Maybe you want to share that with our audience a little bit here. Yes. So the list is really big. So I'm just going to share. Yeah, just highlight them. Right. Because <laughs> the idea is, you know, we are trying to help our uh, everyone in the planet, right? right, and organizations to be digital transformation leaders and right. to get better at what they do, right, and achieve more. So our products and services uh, include uh, business software, developer tools, home educational software, right, and tablets, search, advertising servers, Windows operation system, Windows application and platforms, smartphones, cloud computing, wow. right, wow. and quantum computing, future of work, productivity, wow. AI, and machine learning, laptop, mixed reality, you name it. Holy smokes, Jan, you got your own... Uh, you know, and plus gaming, too. Gaming, too. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. And and we can't forget really one important one for both of us, and that's called LinkedIn. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I love LinkedIn. Yeah, that's you, the only social media I do. And that's the only social media you do. You're a smart lady. <laughs> I love... Uh, yeah. And it's it's and it has gotten better, you know? Yes. Uh, when it first started, everybody had just shaking their head, oh, my God, you know, what's this going to be like, you know? But I, I really want to compliment uh, that they've done a nice job of integrating that over and, uh, you know, didn't they, they've enhanced it, you mm-hmm. know, but it, it's taken some time to yes. do that. But you guys have done a really good job with Thank it. And you. I like the, the new bells and whistles. Well, you're not too passionate about working there, are you? I am so passionate. <laughs> I'm like how, obsessed. <laughs> how in the world did you go from the background you had to come into one of the largest software oh, companies in the world? Oh, my goodness. Can I tell you? Yeah. So, oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to share this. And this goes a, has a lot to do with our culture mm. of growth mindset. Microsoft okay. is not about know it all, okay. but learn it all. And okay. that's how I got the job because and because of my passion in what right. I do. So outside of work, I serve as the co president at Barrington Council for the Gifted and oh, Talented. Yeah, let's get that club in. Yes, yeah, yes, great. yes. And that's a nonprofit organization to mm-hmm. help lift our high ability students, right? right? And as part of that, you know, I'm a program chair and we do what we call monthly wisdom and okay. career exploration events and some of the social fun events like animal therapy event, right? Okay. So I reached out to uh, one of my mentors at Microsoft now, right? I didn't know him at that time, but I got connected to him through the networks because I was looking for a speaker for the upcoming, you know, September Wisdom mm-hmm. to kick off our new school year last year. Okay. Okay. And our September Wisdom event topic was how to study smarter, better, and faster and oh, learn wow. it all. Okay. So I needed a speaker who can speak on the topic of growth mindset. And uh-huh. I met my mentor. Really? And we're having awesome conversation. I'm just leaning in and leaning in. He's asking questions. And I'm like so into his career journey story. It's amazing, right? And I'm sharing my passion. And he stops me in the middle and he goes, Lori, are you working right now? Are you looking for a career? How about working at Microsoft? I said, I can work there. I don't have technology background. And he said, we need your growth mindset. Yeah, that's that's great. Oh, that is just such a fabulous story, folks. I tell you. 
Anybody that's out there, you know, and that's why it was her favorite quote, too, right? That's right. You know, that, that uh, God's got a plan. And God's got a plan. And he's manifesting that plan. Well, I can't believe we got on the second segment already. I told you guys this is going to go fast today. <laughs> so we're going to come back with Lori, and we're going to get get a little bit more into faith and work. We want to talk about that's what this show's about. I know you want to hear how she's integrating her faith at work, especially at a company like Microsoft. What's that look like, you know? As I told you, uh, all the tech companies out in Silicon Valley now, and I... I been telling people about this for a couple of years all have bible studies that's every true. single one of them it's and amazing. it's amazing so we're going to be right back here in the next segment with Lori kim and as i said before she is the senior now you got this you heard it right here earlier senior customer success account manager that's a mouthful we'll be right back This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, you're back here with my guest, Lori Kim, Senior Customer Success Account Manager with a little company called Microsoft. And boy, has she got something for you today. She has brought uh, some goodies today. Uh, So she's got a giveaway. So here's what it is. Everybody that texts me at 312-210-0603 with the keyword authenticity is going to get a copy of this. They're going to get it where we can download. So what is it going That's to be? That's right. Like? So um, at Microsoft, we have a an active Christian group called Marketplace Ministry for Microsoft, and okay. I'll go into that more yeah. later. But we have what we call monthly wisdom. So I do monthly wisdom at Barrington Council for Gift and Talented and also at Microsoft, right? right. And we had a March wisdom event with two of my very special mentors, uh, Julia Oatman and Ken Johnson. Oh, Julia's been on the show. Yes, though, and yeah. Ken Johnson too. Yeah. So uh, we focus on the very important topic, the changing DI landscape. Okay. What does it mean to truly be authentic self at work? Yeah, I love it. Oh, you don't you don't, oh. you won't want to miss this. <laughs> oh man. So you gotta get out there again. Text me at 312-210-0603 with the keyword authenticity, and we're gonna get that download in your hands, okay? So pay attention now, because you're not gonna want to miss this one. Lori, I gotta tell you. You know, um, one of the things, obviously, that we want to point people to and why we, in this segment, is how, how you connect faith and work. And now, just that thing that you just said, you're doing something, you know, monthly or quarterly about, you know, faith and work. So why don't you share a little bit with us right now as to what's that look like for you? And, and how did you, was that something that was there when you started at Microsoft, or did you create this, or how did that happen? So it's an interesting story. So, yeah. you know, because of the experience that I have as Zurich North America, Julia Oman, she's the founder right. uh, of the uh, Christian ERG uh, right. Employee Resource Group called Good News, right? right? So I had an amazing experience, you know, being having my belonging in Christian group, okay? okay? So that was the first thing I looked for when I joined Microsoft, and I couldn't find it. Ah. I was like, oh, that's very interesting. And I get invited to join uh Wheaton College uh, CFI, which is Center for right. Faith and Innovation. Yes. They have what they call executive forum every November, where they invite the leaders from different organizations. Uh-huh. And I got to be invited, and I met uh, Pastor Roy Tinkelberg there. Oh, wow. And I asked him, hey, you know, uh, Pastor Roy, do you know if there's a Christian group at Microsoft? Maybe I should form one. What do you think? And he said, Lori, there is one, a very active Christian group called Marketplace Ministry for Microsoft. And that oh. was my introduction. Wow. Wow. 
and you've done nothing but make it better, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Through the prayers, yes. So, so how big is that group? We have a couple hundred people. I think last time I checked, we have close to 400 people in our active uh, Christian uh, email alias. Wow. And, now, and is it's that growing. Over, is that all over the world, or is that just here in the States? I believe that's just the States. Just the States, mm-hmm. okay. U.S. Wow. But it's fantastic. growing. Yeah. We have, you know, different chapters, I think, that's forming right. outside of U.S. as well. Oh, no kidding. And we're actually on a journey to form a faith employee resource group really? and have not just Christianity, because when you think about religion, right. it's the belief that everyone has. Right. And we respect that, right? We right. want to have everyone bring their authentic self at work, which includes their faith. Yes. Right? Yes. So we're thinking more like multi-faith employee yep. resource group. Well, that's, you know, what Julia started with. That's you know, right. How she started it and really wrote the blueprint for that because she won't. Oh, she's she amazing. She, she couldn't do it all, you know, just Christians. So that's how it got sold in. I remembered her telling the story at Zurich. And uh, boy, she's she, yeah, that's fantastic. I forgot that part of your story that you were uh, mentored by her. Um, yeah, and then uh, Johnson too. Um, so let's talk about this a little bit. You know, what do you get praise to the Lord for about your business and being in business? Mm. Well, you know, I give God praise mm. for one Microsoft culture. You know, I've been there for a year now, which is amazing to think that I've been there already. Right. Because the culture of care that we have rooted in the growth mindset belief, the potential is nurtured, not predetermined. Mm. And we seek to help every employee, right, Mm -hmm. uh, reach their potential and become all they are created to be. And that's what I'm really passionate about. And that's what I love. And that's what, you know, MMFM is all about, Marketplace Ministry for Microsoft. Right. We're we're trying to be, you know, uh, um, live the DNA, right, and walk our mission together mm-hmm. and be a blessing. Now, from the standpoint of getting out of just that group, because you get intimate relationships with customers and big customers like Microsoft, how do you share your faith or incorporate your faith in that environment? So at Microsoft, we have um, Tuesday Bible study. Okay. And we also have Wednesday prayer for our company together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have the monthly wisdom event where right. it's open forum for everyone. So okay. believers, unbelievers, right. it's open to all Microsoft employees. Okay. So when we talk about the outward, outside of Microsoft, because you're interfacing with these big companies, it, do you get in any opportunity to talk about your faith or let people know that, hey, I was at church this weekend and here's what went on or maybe, you know, that way? Not evangelizing them, not really right. doing that, but I, I didn't know if that was something that you think of, because it's a ministry. I That's mean, you're right. in a ministry, mm-hmm. not only mm-hmm. internally, but you're in a ministry externally, too. Mm-hmm. So do people know you're a Christian? I think people know I'm Christian. I'm pretty uh, <laughs> pretty loud and clear about that on LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, in fact, the uh, freebie that we mentioned, the yeah. March Wisdom event, that was actually uh, featured on the uh, Religious Freedom and Business Foundation because Ken Johnson oh, right. Ken, yeah. is a senior corporate advisor there. Yes, yes. And we shared that with everyone. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, and Ken was on the show back earlier this year, so that was great, yeah. Okay, so... Um, it, uh, you know, obviously being involved in that, particularly internally, and I think that's huge. That is huge at Microsoft. And I just love that. that folks, you got to understand something, okay? What'd she say? It's growing. You know, God has ordained this stuff, and he's, again, he's got the plan. And I think that because of the pandemic, I think it opened up a lot of doorways for a lot of people with relational because, you know, people being sequestered, and gosh, you know, I've heard so many important stories about the depression that's out there and everything else, and I think we... We need to get this back together, and, and we're the way. We're the salt and the light out there. We're, Absolutely. we're down here to work with God. Um, how about uh, daily inspiration? What do you do to inspire others that work with you? 
So I try to inspire others in, in my work by being authentic, right, and being intentional right. uh, to be my best and also favorite version of myself, and mm-hmm. prioritizing meaning and purpose. You know, I'm very passionate about my faith, education, mental health, and justice. Mm-hmm. And I volunteer in those areas, you know, that spark joy. You know, bringing it, let's, let's hit that one real, right now, the mental health thing, because you yes. got a little story. Share that with the audience as to, you know, your story as far as what you went through, the depression, everything like that. You know, yes. Just, oh, my goodness. So it's, it's crazy looking back, you know, how I survived that storm. <laughs> it's only through God, right? You know, sometimes in the midst of the storm, when life gets hard, we're just filled with anxiety and fear mm-hmm. of men, right, mm-hmm. that say God is not in charge. Mm. Right? right? And we forget the promises of God. Mm. And remember that uh, playground that I mentioned? Yep, right. That's my rainbow, God's rainbow promise. So oh, whenever wow. I get, you know, um, my faith wavers, right. I take a look at my backyard okay. and I look at my swing set and right. I'm reminded right away. Well, you know what's beautiful about that metaphor is that we have to have childlike faith. That's right. Yeah, I have childlike faith. It reminds me oh my of gosh, the childlike faith, and it takes oh, me right wow. back. Oh my gosh! The truth of God. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know, I know this is deeply personal for you, but you had to dig yourself out of a pretty big hole. So yes. Just whatever little part of that you can take in the remaining minutes here. Of course. So you know, as I mentioned, my dad was a pastor, right? And right. he was in physical, perfectly fine physical health. Mm-hmm. And he went to see a doctor, and everything changed, right? He said that hey, you have a stage four throat cancer. And he was in denial. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And my father actually passed away four years ago. And I got to tell you, Bob, I had no idea how hard that was going to hit me. I mean, we didn't have a deep relationship or anything, but that grievance process was hard. (laughs) Well, fathers are, you know, particularly for daughters. That's, you know, the father figure in... No matter what that looked like, it still it has an impact on you, you know? So, of course, of course. Yeah. So through that journey, I realized how, you know, life can just happen at mm-hmm. a, you know, yep. a moment bet. notice, right? You bet. And how our days are numbered. Yes, yes, Right, indeed. and our life is so short. <laughs> and we don't think about that, mm-hmm. you know? And we just focus on, I mean, before that, my identity was in work. I got to be super honest with you. All I did was work, 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 and I didn't really think mm. about, I didn't even know what self-care was. What is yeah. self-compassion? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I feel yeah. very uncomfortable even talking about it at that time. Yeah. You know? But now, given the experience that I went through, the trials and tribulations that God gives us, right? So we learn mm-hmm. valuable lessons from it. Right. It really helped me realize how important it is for us to take, you know, reconnect with meaning, Enjoy small things in life and having that gratitude, like, you know, start the day. Like, I, I'm part of the 6 a.m. club. <laughs> oh, there you go. So I wake up at 6 o'clock and go for a walk with my puppy. He's the joy of my yeah. life. I was doing Labrador, right? His yeah. name is Oreo. And I just love being in the nature that mm. God has created and gifted us yeah. and just having conversations with God. Yep. And thanking great. him for everything. Yeah. Uh, how how long were you down the valley, and how did you get out of that? Because that was that's pretty important about mental health. But we're talking a little bit about that. Yes, was, it, was that a oh, couple of years, right? A couple had, years, yeah, yes, yeah. Bob. Actually, it happened. You know, when when my father was diagnosed with stage four cancer, and it was just really hard. You know, I'm living the life as a working mom, right? Mm-hmm. And I got two little Energizer bunnies, right? And they were like, I think at that time, like preschool. Agents, okay? okay. So I'm trying to do everything as a working mom and be energetic, and I couldn't be there, right? Because mm. mentally, I call it emotional heart attack, for lack yep. of better words, okay? Yep. That was, yeah. And you're not functional, you know, when you're having emotional heart attack, right? Mm. And at the time, I gave the dangerous prayer to God, not knowing it was dangerous at the time. I said, God, I want to learn the secret mm. to be content mm. no matter the circumstances. 
and he gave me three years of snore. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So you come up out of that valley, which has made you bigger and yes. better than ever before, and now you're sharing and helping other people that are going through maybe some of this, those storms. I know that you just gave a, a presentation to a whole group of salespeople, which I was delighted to hear that it went well. Oh, yes. You know, about, it was yeah. fun. It was fun. They're so kind, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was really worried because they're good. salespeople. But <laughs> okay, real quick here. Words of wisdom you give to your, soul, your younger self. What would you have told your younger self? Word of wisdom for my younger self. Um, yeah. Be available. Okay. And be obedient. Mm-hmm. Pray about everything. I love it. And give thanks in every situation. Okay, real quick. Get out there and text me at 312-210-0603. If you want information about G7, use the keyword G and the numeral 7, and I'll get back to you. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. All right, we're back here with my special guest, Lori Kim. You know where she's at. She's Microsoft. I told you all about that. But uh, I, I, I ran out of time before I could ask her this question. What's really cool, funny, and amazing about you? Uh, one thing that most people don't know about me and would think is pretty funny and amazing, I think, would be the uh, the fact that I've done the highest Tarzan swing in the cloud forest of Mount Verde in Costa Rica. Wow. How was that? How'd you feel about that? I was so scared. My legs were shaking <laughs> like crazy. And like all protective mama bears would do, I let my brave daughters go first. <laughs> and my husband wasn't able to because he exceeded the weight limit. That's okay. He'll have his time. And it was the most thrilling experience of my life. It's like the super swing, right? Tarzan style, where oh you grab goodness. onto the rope for your dear life, right? And you're secured <laughs> only by two harnesses around the waist and chest, and that's it. And that oh was, and there's a skinny guy on the ground, right? Oh Trying to catch my legs as I'm swinging <laughs> back and forth to manually let me to safety. <laughs> I love that. Well, God was in control of that one, no doubt. Yes. Hey, you know, we uh, I love this, folks. We're going to uh, we're going to roundtable a mystery subject that uh, we've come up with. Lori, what are we going to talk about? Um, I would love to share um, my passion mm-hmm. in self-care. Oh, Mental yes. health is Mental so health. important. Absolutely. And what an expertise you got in that. So well, so what, what is it about self-care that's important? What, 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 why is that an important thing to you? Self-care is really important because it really helps you to find that sacred rhythm, mm-hmm. right? To let your heart rest in mm-hmm. the daily craziness and busyness, you know, that we all get lost into. Right. It gives us time to reflect. Yeah. And to get re-energized. Right. And you had to learn that because... I had the, to learn that yeah, hard way. Yeah, you had to learn the hard <laughs> way. So what are some of the techniques or things that you can share with the folks? Because I know you just recently had a conversation like that with some folks at Microsoft. That's so, true. You know, they, they, they called you out specifically because of your... your I know, was super grateful passion. for that opportunity. Yeah. Yes. So what would you share with them? So number one thing that I share with them is the importance of caring, but not that much. There was an important lesson that I learned when I was a perfectionist. Oh, okay. Okay. So I cared enough about everything that it was paralyzing me to the point that I couldn't do much. Right. Right. So, you know, giving the grace to yourself and being able to move on. Mm -hmm. I mean, be proactive, right? Prioritize and care, but not that much to waste your energy on things you can't control. Yeah. Boy, that's a big one right there. You know, that is a huge one because I I coach around that a lot. I I call it the ABCs. The only thing that you really have control over and you have choice over are those three things, A, B, C, attitude, 
your behavior, and your commitment. Oh, I love that. I'm going to write that yeah. down. <laughs> Attitude, behavior, and commitment. And then we go into that because I, I use examples on that. But really, when you think about it, everything else is out of your control. That's right. Everything else is out of your control. So God comes into that whole thing. How's your attitude? Check in with that. So when I coach, I ask them, how's your ABCs? I love that. I mean, Craig Groeschel said, you know, the only thing that's certain about your future is uncertainty. You bet. So there comes the stress and anxiety. So what else did you share with your folks? I also, you know, uh, share with them how important it is to have the healthy boundary. That's something that I'm also work in progress, right? Because we have strong work ethic, right? Right. And how important it is to draw and, and respect that healthy boundaries and sacred rhythm. And letting your heart rest mm. in ways that me- that is meaningful for you. For me, that's resting in God's presence okay. in the nature, walking with ah, my puppy. Right, yeah, walking with your puppy in the morning. Because motion creates emotion. Yeah, oh, I love that. <laughs> that oh, was Tony Robbins. That creates was, emotion. I that's love Tony it. Robbins, okay? okay. Well, <laughs> not, hey, not me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, there's a lot of wisdom out there, you know? Yes. And that's not stealing anymore. It's called borrowed brilliance, by the way. I love yeah. that borrowed brilliance. <laughs> borrowed brilliance, you know? I love to borrow. <laughs> yeah, I love to borrow. You and me both, you know? I, I, I'm not that smart to come up with some of this stuff. Hey, so um, I know we talked a little bit about this the other day, you know, when we we were talking and chatting about this presentation. And uh, so what else did you share with these Mm. people and how did they take that? Because I know you were ping-ponging back with some questions and all that stuff. So share with the audience what that kind of sounded like. Yes, Um, and I also share the importance of finding your passion, Ah. right? We all live a very, very busy life and life is so short. And, you know, being able to reconnect with meaning and enjoy small things, that sparks joy in you. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, and having that abundant mindset, not scarcity, right? right? You have enough to give, right? Right. And being the best and favorite version of yourself, and that for me is volunteering at Barrington Council for Gift and Talented Pro Bono Network, where right. we transform lives by transforming access to legal aid. How big is that, by the way? Pro Bono right. ba- Network, we have yeah. 400 plus volunteer attorneys. No kidding. Wow. It's amazing. I well, love everything amazing. we do. Yeah, I served as a volunteer attorney for 10 plus years, uh-huh. and now I'm on the board of directors, so I love the opportunity to serve. Okay. Is that something that I don't know about? You have a lottery? I do have a law license. Oh, my goodness. I didn't. Whoa, how'd that slip by? Oh, my goodness. Jeez. I told you, folks, she is bright and brilliant. I mean, (laughs) holy smokes, you know, and humble, very humble. And giving, she is the real authentic person here, but at a cost, right? Because you and I both suffer from perfectionism, number Mm -hmm. one, uh, people pleaser, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And then taking on way more than we could do. And proud, quite frankly, probably not doing all of it that well, you know. Yes, Bob, I have a di- yes, I have a daily reminder on my posting note that says, mm-hmm. "Learn to say no to the good, yeah. so I can say yes to the best." Yeah, I love that. Uh, that phrase is phenomenal. Again, say that again. Learn to say no to the best, and learn to say no to the good, mm-hmm. so you can say yes to the best. I love that. That's terrific. Thank and you. so. You know, that's a work in progress for you too, right? Because It's work in you know, progress you, every day, daily reminder. You and me both, uh, you know, I have a hard time saying no. Uh, mm. But you're right. You have to set up those guardrails, set up those boundaries because uh, for your health, right? Yes. Yeah. And we talked about this the other day too, a little bit about, um, you know, that your husband wants more of you, you know, that, you know, time and time. You know, Zig Ziglar was famous for a quote that I love, you know, and he said, do you know how to spell love? L-O-V-E? No. T-I-M-E. T-I-M-E. Oh, I love it. Isn't that I know what that means. Yes. 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 That's the gift that you give to other, your time, okay? Yes. Especially your loved ones, you know, ones around you, because much of what you suffered with with a PK father, right? 
or, or pastor father, uh, you, you know, you didn't get enough of your father time. That's he was true. giving it to everybody That's else. That's true. Right? Absolutely. And also that good possibility that led to the down, downfall of his health. You know, mm-hmm. because you're giving so much you're out. You're giving you so much without having chance, the rest. Right. Or without the rest, without recharging the batteries, without, you know, giving and doing all that stuff. And I know, you know, I, I know. One of the things I'm teaching and, and training a lot of uh, folks that I work with, particularly in sales, is the fact that you ramp down three days before you're taking a, a vacation. And I give them a specific plan oh, how I to love do that, that. So that when you hit the bell on vacation, you are in full vacation mode. Right. Because before that being a workaholic, it takes me two or three days yes, me too. to get into the mode. <laughs> yes. And then all of a sudden it's... And then, and then, then you're halfway into the vacation yeah, already. <laughs> and, and, then, and then coming back, you know, it's like I'm still mm-hmm. well in that, you know, and then boom, you know, you're back in the, in the throat. So what I do is I come back from vacation a day early. Yeah. I, I don't take any electronics with me. I don't look at oh, any of stuff. Oh, that's brilliant. That's okay. like in paradise. None of my... that stuff. Yeah. And then what I do is that uh, that day that I give is my cushion day. And by the way, before I leave, I've got stuff, appointments and stuff uh, started that Wednesday when I come back. Oh, that's Not smart. the Monday and Tuesday. So you can catch up. I catch up, but I nice. start on Sunday just perusing things, looking at things, and then I can get into that Monday, Tuesday. And by Wednesday, I've already got stuff set up before I left Whoa. on vacation. So now I don't have to be worried about that right. because you're already behind the eight ball if you mm-hmm. wait until then to, to start stuff. And I have several folks that I've shared that with, and they do it religiously, and they thank oh, me. Yes, profu- have- Every time I talk to them, they, they thank me profusely because, mm-hmm. boy, that took a lot for me to get to that because I was 24-7. You know? Exactly. And like you, I love what I do. Mm-hmm, so, you know. mm-hmm. I can't believe we're out of time. That's unbelievable. We had a great subject here. Well, you're going to have to come back. That's all there is to it because I know that the folks out there are going to love what you've got to say, and we got a lot more to say, okay? Thank you. And thank you so much for making thank you this so happen. Much. I really do. This has been wonderful. Folks, we're going to be back here next Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. I hope you go out there and check out our website, faithmarketplace.com, where every Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock, we inspire, encourage, and equip Christians in the marketplace to be themselves and to walk the walk, okay? Because that's the salt and light that God has provided for all of us as believers. And that's the inspiration that we have to be out there. We have to be taking the leadership out there. So I want to encourage you to do that. So come back and visit us here next Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.